so today's episode is going to be all about eating for your goal, as the title suggests. Obviously everyone has completely different goals, so I likely won't be able to go through everyone's individual goals in one episode, but the main ones I'm going to be going over today are weight loss, weight gain and weight maintenance. So to start with you need to look out your TDEE, or your total daily energy expenditure. Your total daily energy expenditure consists of four different things. These are your NEAT, EAT, TEF and your BMR. Your BMR is your basal metabolic rate, or some people might refer to this as your RMR, which is your resting metabolic rate. These are the calories your body burns just at rest to keep you alive. And this makes up around 60-70% to of the total calories that you burn throughout the day. And your NEAT is your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. These are the calories your body burns during non-exercise activities like walking, fidgeting, playing with your hair or something like that. And it makes up about 10-15% of your calories burned. EAT is your exercise activity thermogenesis. So these are the calories your body burns during exercise, whether that's running or lifting. It makes up 5-10% of your calories burned. This is completely variable and it's dependent on your physical activity and how active you are. The final one is TEF and this is your thermic effect of food. These are the calories your body burns by just digesting food. And it's usually no more than 10% of our calories burned but it really depends on how much you eat and what you eat as some foods will have a higher thermic effect than others. So, for example, carbs and fats require 5-15% to of your energy output to digest, whereas protein requires 20-35%. I'm going to put an equation in the podcast notes so that you can work out a rough value of your total daily energy expenditure. And with this, you'll be able to calculate your calories for weight loss, maintenance or weight gain. But please just keep in mind that this is not completely accurate, and as a coach, there's a lot more information I would need than just your height, weight, age and activity level. And if your coach asks for those four things, and asks for only those four things, then they're doing something wrong, okay? My first personal trainer jumped and gave me 1500 calories. She didn't ask me any other questions besides those. And this is just another reason why you shouldn't allow your personal trainer to calculate your calories unless they are asking you much more information than those. And you also should let them create your meal plan. They are not qualified to do this and neither am I as a nutrition coach. The only person that can create you a meal plan is a registered dietitian. Okay? That is the only person that can do that. So in order to achieve weight loss, you need to be eating in a calorie deficit. This is where you eat less calories than you expend throughout the day. So, for example, if I burn 2,000 calories and I eat 1,800 calories, this is a 10% calorie deficit. I personally wouldn't drop more than 500 calories, especially if your BMR is particularly low like mine. I would stick to a 10-20% to calorie deficit if you're wanting to grow muscle at the same time. And this is usually referred to as body recomposition, and it's what a lot of people refer to as toning. And it's basically just a process of losing body fat and building muscle. Um, To gain weight, you want to be eating in a surplus. And this is where you eat more calories than you burn throughout the day. And eating in a surplus will make it so much easier to build muscle and gain strength. But when you eat in a surplus, it is inevitable that you're going to gain some fat. 
and this can be quite a hard process for some people so just make sure that you're ready for it before you do it. Of course you can still build muscle in a deficit, it will just be a much slower process than if you're in a surplus. And as the name suggests, weight maintenance is where you eat at the same calories as your total daily energy expenditure in order to maintain your current body fat percentage. You won't lose fat, you won't gain fat, but it will definitely help to build muscle. You might see an increase on the scales, but at the same time, if you are strength training, getting your protein in, you will be building muscle at the same time. I cannot tell you when you should cut bulk or maintain as this is completely down to you if you think you're ready enough to do either of them then go for it take it slowly and you'll be completely fine if you don't think that you're ready then that's also completely fine you shouldn't feel like you have to do any of them you also should not feel like you have to do any of them if you want to eat intuitively that is completely fine i might do an episode on intuitive eating um if i do you'll see it There's no pressure whatsoever to do any of them, if you don't want to, and it completely depends on what you're comfortable with doing. If you're wanting to go from a cut to a bulk, then increase your calories weekly, and don't jump straight into a huge surplus. Of course, the whole aim is to go into a surplus to gain weight, but it's not exactly the best thing for your body. Take it slowly, and this will minimise the fat gain that you will be making. Um... And I would start by adjusting your calories to your maintenance or by increasing your deficit calories each week. And then when you're in the bulk, I would go into a 10 to 20% surplus. I would also do the same thing for a bulk into a cut. However, I would definitely take it much, much slower for a cut. So now that we have the calories sorted out, let's talk about how we would incorporate our macros into this. As I said in my macronutrient episode, a 40-30-30 split usually works well with everyone trying to build muscle and strength. So this is 40% of your total calories to carbs, 30% to protein and 30% to fats. However, if you're more of an endurance athlete for example, or you do a lot of cardio like long distance running, a higher carb percentage will definitely work better for you, so maybe 50-65% to of carbs may definitely work well and then fats and protein can be split how you'd prefer i would definitely not go less than 20 percent of calories from fats though um as there's a lot of bad side effects to this and for bodybuilders a study from pubmed shows that 40 to 60 percent of your total calories should be from carbs 25 to 35 percent should be from protein and 15 to 25 percent from fats this is both the off season and on season phases But please remember, I definitely do not specialise in bodybuilding, so this may not be a completely accurate representation of the macros for a bodybuilder, so you will definitely be better off speaking to a bodybuilding coach about this. And when calorie counting, there should be no restriction whatsoever. If it fits your macros, eat it. If you want that chocolate bar, have it. Don't restrict yourself from the foods that you love. Otherwise, this will just not be a sustainable process for you. You'll just be setting yourself up for failure. And as a basic rule of thumb, the 80-20 rule should definitely be followed. This is where 80% of your foods comes from healthy and nutrient-dense foods like meat and veg. And 20% comes from less nutritious foods like chocolate and crisps, for example. This will make these processes a lot easier for you 
and it'll be much more sustainable for you in the long run. I think I've covered everything. If I've missed something, please let me know. And if you have any questions about any of this, just send me a message and I will try and help you the best I can. But that's it from me now, and thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Bye!